What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Cash coming to you live from the living room for another episode of the Make It Make Sense podcast in the building with Red. What's up? Thank you for joining me for Jesus Missing. I have to do it solo mente. He hit me 30 minutes before the episode and said he was still sleeping. He's going to have to answer for where he was. Yeah, most likely in about two weeks. So thank you guys for joining us. As usual, you can find us on Apple, Spotify, Good Pods, or wherever else you get your podcasts. Make sure you rate, review, and all that helps with the algorithm to help other people be able to find the podcast. I'm going to go off on a quick tangent before we start the episode. When you're paying premium money, you shouldn't have to listen to ads. Spotify, we love you in the 37 cents we've made so far, but me paying $15 a month and having to listen to ads in front of my podcast is crazy. On that note, I will take them schmeckles, but Spotify, before the last episode, I heard an HBO drop to open our episode. And while I appreciate the love, I don't know how HBO would feel about hearing their ads before a podcast where people are talking about and seltzer water. Like <laughs> to hear that G's oh, talking about that right before God. Game of Thrones is a wild ad. <laughs> I'm not trying to throw nobody under the bus, but I don't know how that's going to work for y'all. We'll take them dollars. All I had to say on that was F that. I don't like commercials playing on my phone. Stop that. I don't like people playing on my phone. Girl, don't even trip. You bigger than that. No. Especially not for $15, but I I digress. So make sure you guys check us out on Spotify. First thing we wanted to get into this year, it seems like uh, it's a lot of rap beef taking off. Now the females is getting ready to set it off. This week, Megan released her track, Hiss, took shots at Drake, Tori, and Nicki Minaj, who had a, a real clap back going hard back at her, so... How you feel about this? Joe Budden thought that she might have took a clap at him. I seen a video, but I didn't get to watch it. So I got to look into that after the show. I listened to both tracks and me personally, I like the Megan because I like her flow, her cadence. It just went with the song. It Everything was just on beat. Mm-hmm. Nikki, she had bars. Her punchlines, yeah, she was out to do damage. But I was not feeling all that talking on the end where her alter ego comes out. It's just too much for me. I want to hear the verbal spar in the back and forth. You know, that's what the music is about. It's about battling. Nikki's taking it far. The actual battling. Yeah, going back and forth. That's what hip-hop needs, battling. But not the extra stuff with the talking about her mom, her dead mom, and, you know. You thought she went too far with that? Yeah, I definitely think she went too far. But then Meg said something about Megan's loss. Yeah, so Meg dropped bars about her. One at a time, husband, and that was personal. I guess the point, geez, who's not here, be making about maybe Nikki f- takes her husband as seriously as Megan takes her mom. It's the same level. Yeah, her brother went to jail and was convicted. That's two, two examples. I forgot about that one. So that's family too. So again, Nikki might love her brother the same way Meg love her mom. Once you bring in family, it's fair game. Yes, again, ugly. One of the parts of the beef I saw was aside from her. Throwing shots at her mom. We had some of the Nikki bars for us. You you want to read it for them, right? You want to do the Nikki bars? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I heard it one time, but uh, which one was hers? Oh no, I'm sorry. That's that bougie lyrics. Let's see, y'all. All right, that's the one. That's the one. Sure, I could give you some of the lines from. <laughs> <laughs> right, Red Red's reading right. the script. Bad bitch, you like six foot. I call a big foot. The bitch fell off. I said, get on your good foot. This is a reference to the 2020 shooting. Where I mean, I <laughs> not, oh man, right. 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 
<laughs> right? Yeah, I got to Yeah, I know, right? It's got to do what she was talking about. This this little begging, talking about Megan's Law for a free beat. You can hit Megan Law. For, if you're a ghostwriter, party in Megan Jaw. Shots thrown, but I still ain't let Megan score. I'm not doing all that. I like the Nikki five star, the Lil Wayne. I'm not into that alter all that ego other- rapping. Yeah, nah, go back with Young Money. <laughs> But yeah, she killed it. But I definitely feel like the song, I felt like Megan's song, like in her flow, was on point. But it's just as like a battle as who this two more, I gave it to Nikki. I give it to Nikki because of the punchline. She really was like going in. She said that's the first installment. Yeah. But I will say that Meg could actually rap, but it also seemed like this was definitely promo for whatever album she got coming out because she didn't respond. She got that off and Nikki responded was just more promotion for her. She got what she wanted out of it. I really wonder if this whole beef started because Meg did the song with Cardi B. What's that? What? What about yeah, if, if, if that it started from around then? I think it, it's a lot of from what Nikki's side. It was Nikki a lot of like industry Cardi, things so. that she was saying. Yeah, like Nikki, I seen she mentioned how she did a verse for her. The name of the song is Escaping Me. Hot Girl Summer. Was that the song she was on with her? Yeah, that she did it for her as a favor. And then she turned around and did some other shit. So, you know. Nikki was one of Meg's idols. Yeah. Become your rivals. How do you feel about her dissing Drake and Tory? Drake just turned that song Circle Loco with 21 Savage when he said the bitch be lying about getting shot, but she's still a stallion. Yeah. Way I'm dressing till I've been to a thousand dollars. This bitch lie about getting shots, but she's still a stallion. She don't even get the joke, but she's still smiling. Since he came at her, you think she's okay for coming at her? If you make a comment about me, by all means. And you feel any type of way about her coming at Tory? Being that he's locked or it's fine. I expect her to say something about Tori. If you really unbothered, then don't be bothered by it. Like, he's in jail, so what is he going to do? Really unfair that she's talking about him, even though he's just defending himself. But at this point, it's all fair. This shit is But, but she be getting mad online when people be asking her about the Tory case, and she's like, I'm trying to move on with my life. So if you're trying to move on with your life, why are you mentioning it? Yeah, well, if she wasn't out here thotting and whopping, then she wouldn't have to worry about all these bars. The way the industry is talking is coming out. It's like she fucks every producer. Like, that was Party basically said in his song coming at her that she... Fuck the producer and had him shaking his hand. Meg, I mean Meg, Nikki yeah, basically remember. said a few people. If y'all go and listen to the full Baby. thing, she named a couple of people yeah. that she smashed. Yeah, like she been in the street, which is her prerogative. But this is what you're going to get when that shit start to come out. It's hard to play the victim when you out here doing that. I'm sure her fans still going to ride with her regardless. I would assume most other people could see through the holiness in the hot girl summer. <laughs> Well, I guess we just gonna have to part two. Is it's probably gonna be a part two? Think so. If gonna stop, yeah. That whole seventy-two hour rant on Twitter was crazy. Yeah, because Nikki kept going and going, but that's if Megan responds because Nikki already dropped her. So if she keep going, it's gonna be looking like she's rapping to nobody. Megan gonna have to respond. You know how it is. It's that female, extra female energy like that. When Nikki first came out, she had issues with Kim, Lil Kim, and Remy. Well, for us males, it's male toxicity. What is it for women? Females know how to be petty. Toxic too. Women are just as toxic. (laughs) Maybe it's just females could be extra petty and they be trying to act like they ain't doing nothing. I think for men, it's mostly like subs. For women, it's just battling for that top spot. Yeah, like I said, they both can be toxic and have their things. Do you think there's gonna be another comeback for Meg? Or I think Nikki's gonna say something. I don't really. I'm not too sure with Meg, but I feel like Nikki is definitely gonna keep keep going with it a little longer. Okay. Yeah, 
I know Nicki has bullets in the chambers, but I don't think it's going to be more because I don't see Meg doing another diss track. She got what she wanted out of this, which was publicity. And to get some shit off her chest, maybe she got to get it off her bars for everybody that was coming at her. So I think she going to be done. But tune in. We will find out. So moving off of that rap battle that a lot of people was tuned into and wanted to see to one I'm sure nobody was asking for. <laughs> 20 years later, M and Benzino was still going at it. So since we're trying to get the music portion out the way, I figured we would touch it. This is a battle that's near and dear to our hearts. Don't worry about how old we are, but in the early 2000s, that was an amazing battle. Watching Eminem crush Benzino lyrically with his the coffin was probably best song. Amazing. I suggest you listen to it. I could put it in the pod, but not the video version. Check that out. So recently, they're going back at it again because M did a track, Doomsday Part 2, and he dropped a few bars going at Benzino. He had a few neck, no necklines. That was pretty tough. And Benzino came back with Volturius. Trash. trash and then <laughs> rap elvis was slightly better than trash i'll give him that it was okay but what you think about the back and forth between m and benzino red it's too old i don't know because i feel like m m got him because that song was pretty funny yeah it was I'm just, I'm over it now. Like, if they was going to ba- keep battling, they should have did it back in the day. It's kind of old to be rehashed. First of all, nobody wanted to see it back then. Not because M is nice, but nobody wanted to see. <laughs> what did M say on the thing? Nobody wanted to see their grandfather rap. Nope. <laughs> yeah. Which is funny because that's damn near what they are now. But <laughs> He talked about Coyle Ray, too. Yeah, a little line. So, just saying, like, because M is far superior. It's like watching the 96 Bulls, you know, play, I don't know, like an expand- a high school team. So that's why nobody wanted to see it. So it was entertaining, but it seemed to come out of nowhere. So I don't know if there was a reason why M dropped these Benzino bars, but I, I'm, I guess we're here for it. I'm here for it, as long as it's good music. Although at first I was rolling my eyes having to sit through the Benzino yeah, <laughs> tracks to give it a review. my phone and stuff like that. <laughs> nah, but I did listen. I tried to give a non-biased opinion as much as possible on the topics but i don't care for benzino so i'm just i mean if you're not from boston or his family you think anybody outside of there do (laughs) the mean streets of boston i guess there's no i still gotta ask it the winner yeah no it's like even though the answer is obvious i guess i still gotta ask it in case people weren't aware so i would just suggest go listen to both tracks for yourself but you really only need to listen to the M1. It's hilarious. But hopefully it stops. Because, again, this is just, it's a lyrical slaughter. It's not really fun fun to watch. But I'm lying. It is fun to listen Down, to. Grandpa. <laughs> yeah. But go check them out. But before you do, listen to the older ones, like Nail in the Coffin. Because that go hard. Nothing is better than those two diss tracks at Benzino, back to back. So, moving off what was going on with M and Benzino in that hip-hop portion of the podcast. I wanted to talk about... Just not hilarious. At first thought, wasn't getting the Breakfast Club job, but it ended up being one big ass roller. Just not hilarious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so before, when I was doing the topics, I was gonna put her not getting the job because that's what it looked like. And then she disappeared for a while, and there was people asking Charlemagne, and he was being dodgy with it, yeah. and they was being non-committal. So few streamers. And media was talking about it, saying how she didn't get the job. Like academics put out a video saying she didn't get it because she trashed, talked too much. But she ended up getting the job and they took all them critical comments and put them in a B-roll ad for the commercial to promote Breakfast Club. So how you feel about her getting the Breakfast Club job? I don't care. I don't care for the <laughs> Breakfast Club. Uh, um, I'm over it. But that's a nasty trick. Like, even if I... Didn't like the Breakfast Club. I sure as hell wouldn't like them now. Now you're ready to double and triple, nah. triple down, right? Yeah. 
quadruple down. Yeah. Speaking on the rollout aspect of it, that was nasty. It's hard to do some of these topics sometimes because we come in here and be like, well, was it was it just a rollout? Everything is it for is real? Club. <laughs> yeah, you, but the Breakfast Club, like this is what y'all gotta resort to. That's like I was talking about HBO earlier. Yeah, like HBO having to do some type of nasty rollout to get some people. Like, can we HBO? You gonna watch it because we HBO? It should be like it's the Breakfast Club. Yeah, but it's the Breakfast Club. I'm not watching no HBO. You know how everything. much a month that is. Yeah, those I'm type broke. of shenanigans should be for people who don't have an audience. Adam Twenty Two. Yeah, he does it, but he got an audience. But yeah, it was just corny. And I'm like, and she's not funny. I watched her on TV. I seen her on IG. And Wildin' Out, right? Because ain't that Wild when she started? And you, to, knew, no, you used seen, to watch. I knew her before Wildin' Out, but I seen her on Wildin' Out, and she wasn't even funny. Probably just went on there because she got a bag and she fixing herself up. Because she's going to get the bag from it. Before that, during the rollout, she put out a post like dissing Envy and Charlemagne to add to it. The, the whole thing was corny, but we'll see what ends up happening. Oh, so she's going to stand up to Charlemagne and Envy, but when Sexy Rap She wasn't to even standing you. up to them. I okay. think it was all part of the rollout to make it look like they was okay. beef because she didn't get the job. Just Sexy one, Red didn't think that was funny. So One big nasty shit rollout. That's all it was. A big roll of shit to get people <laughs> interested take in it. Take the shit, yeah. pack it up, and take it back to the shit store. Well, then yes. get your shit together. Get it all together and put it in a backpack. All your shit so it's together. And if you got to take it somewhere, take it somewhere, you know? Take it to the shit store and sell it. That's or how I put feel. put it in a shit but museum. I don't care what Lil you do. You just got to get it together. Almost everything he together. says I think is stupid, but... Sometimes it's funny or good content, I guess, I don't to talk think about. He funny either. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, funny and like how stupid it is. But he said that we, and by we, he means black people, be hating on the Breakfast Club like it ain't our culture and it's the biggest platform that we got left that we basically need to stop hating on it. How you feel about his comments? I'll let you kick it off. I don't care about him or his comments. He's corny to me and he could just keep it to himself. I don't feel like the Breakfast Club. Re- is a representation of black culture yeah at all like him saying we got to listen to that is like biden saying you ain't black if you don't vote for him you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or trump and you ain't black or, or we don't like chicken or some shit like you can't tell people that they gotta we gotta tap in it's a problem that the breakfast club is the only outlet we got we need to focus on building a lot better ones because it's it's a mediocre brand and if it was good it wouldn't be shitted on or die out like that. You wouldn't need to tell us what we got to do. People support shit that they like. That's good. Put Charlemagne for any representation of anything black at all. <laughs> and even him, he's a politician damn near now. Half the time I see Charlemagne, he talking about Biden or Kamala Harris or Democrats. Man, shut the <laughs> fuck up and give out this donkey nigga. <laughs> get off my radio. <laughs> They need to get the donkey of the day, day for that trick they just played. Yeah, word. Like, Give yourselves a donkey of the day. Hee-haw. Remy Ma played a... Hee-haw. Hee-haw. Hee-haw, motherfucker. Said, motherfucker. Hee-haw, you stupid motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> I want to hear his thoughts on politics just as much as I want to hear babbling Biden. Biden. <laughs> you hear that thing? <laughs> yeah, that before the fun. Fun. Mm. <laughs> Casserole, my 96 Cadillac. What the fuck are you talking about, Biden? <laughs> By the way, used to make... Beer brewed here. It is used to make the brew beer in this 
Ooh, Earth Rider, thanks for the Great Lakes. I wonder why. I know you guys think me and Red is just going off on a tangent, but I'm gonna drop the clip in what we talking about. Y'all president <laughs> is out here wilding. But <laughs> back back to the Breakfast Club, like yeah, little Duval. We not supporting that shit because it's trash. Trash. Yeah, nah, we not supporting that. At the all. days and of we not supporting Biden either. Yeah, the days of having to go to the radio for for stuff like that is over. Independent media is far superior. Why listen to the Breakfast Club when you could listen to Make It Make Sense? You could listen to Academics. You could listen to Joe Pot Joe Button's podcast. We watch the hill. Oh yeah, like that news one. Yeah, that's regular news. The black. The kind of people that are checking for Breakfast Club ain't checking for the Hill. That's something yeah, that I watch. Shade people that check Shade Room. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's more. Yeah, but again, stuff. that's a toxic ass brand too. So that's what represents the black culture too, right? Told you I had to unfollow Wall Star. They love showing white girls with their ass out, like in the middle of the timeline for no reason. It'll just be like, you don't put that back. Away. <laughs> yeah, like fight, fight, hip hop drama. Random white caucasoid booty. Where did that come from? <laughs> Where did that come from? It's like my po- my post would just be like podcast, 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 podcast. And then I just post a random crackhead taking a dump or something. Like, <laughs> where did that come from? Like, why are you posting that? <laughs> That's just yeah. mad random. Did you just say caucasoid booty? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was talking about how the shade room be wilding out. I was talking about the shade room. That's all. Yeah, that. So, so little dude. good for that, too. Get yeah. somebody getting clapped in a staircase or something. Like I said, it's just random to me. But again, little Duval. If the Breakfast Club is popping, like you say, you wouldn't need to defend it or tell black people that we need to do that because they would stand on its own and people would support it like they support independent creators and people they f*** with. That's little Duvall's opinion that Breakfast Club represents the black culture. They don't represent our black culture. They represent your black culture. A comedian. And I can't say a musician. He did one song. Living my best life song. Oh, yeah. Did pop. There's one hit, but I still wouldn't put him as more as a comedian than a musician. But I guess his Wikipedia will say both. Eddie Murphy is a musician. Is he? <laughs> I don't, wouldn't qualify yeah, that as music. I wouldn't qualify what Eddie was doing as music. <laughs> if I put it in the podcast and you hear it, you'll be like, oh, nah. I'll play it for you after. But you're going to say, oh, nah. Yeah. Even Steven Seagal We gonna oh God, yeah. Shout out to him for the song of the year last year So yeah I definitely don't agree with you Little Duvall and Red is Definitely not Don't believe you need more people yes. Well, we don't believe So moving off of Little Duvall and what he had to say About High 97 and all that I wanted to touch on Culture Vulture Misappropriator is back again She recently did a um, podcast with Kiki Palmer on her podcast And she said she didn't think she was a industry plant. So I, how you feel about that? She know that's bullshit. And she know that the talent agency is the reason why she got Drake for like a fifth or sixth episode. Your talent agency hook you up with that. Like, ain't nobody fuck with you just because they fuck with you. You a uh, no-name white girl. Let me give you guys some a little the backstory Red was talking about. In 2023, she interviewed Drake, Little Yachty, Tyga, and Mark Cuban on her podcast. She claimed she got these guests by offering $300 to anyone who could connect her to a celebrity on TikTok cap. Then she said she had no connections or help from the industry, even though Drake is signed to the same management team that she, same talent agency, WME. WME. Yeah. And her agent, T. Bernardi is her husband who's a millionaire. 
Didn't he have a company? He sold it to Facebook or, Facebook or something like that. That's why he has so much money. Oh, okay. So there you go. There goes even more backstories. First of all, we know money helps, but I won't say that's the only connection because just having money doesn't get you in the door. If your manager manages an artist, there's a good chance they're going to be able to get that artist to come on your podcast. There's plenty of people doing things that will offer way more than $300 to get a motherfucker on their podcast. Drake is not answering no $300 DM to come on nobody's podcast. So I don't know who you think believes that. The only people that would believe that is the audience who don't know who any of these people are, which is who she pivoted to once she got all these hip-hop interviews. Isn't she copying off of, like, Funny Marco, which also copied yeah. off of another person originally with that humor? Yeah, they said Zach Galifianakis. Is that how you say oh, his name? Yeah, Zach he's the originator of that dry humor. Lies you tell <laughs> with your culture-appropriating ass. And go have a seat somewhere, Becky. Man, set your ass down. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. That's laughable to think. First of all, from the first time I seen her, I was like, who is this person that has a podcast and got a, a Drake interview? Because he doesn't do many, definitely not hip-hop ones, period. So the fact that she got one. Then the fact it went from him to then I seen Offset on there. Like, she was just having rappers after rapper. And legitimately, I get that's the whole shtick of when Funny Marco does it, I, I get the shtick with her when she was saying she didn't know off the music, how she talking about them. To me, it came off as a little condescending and disrespectful. Like, okay. yeah, like you fucking know my, I'm on your show and you telling you ain't me, never you never heard don't, of you ain't never, yeah, even heard of me, which might be a possibility, but like, it's, why am I even doing this shit for? But that's, nah, that's on okay. the rappers. Yeah. Hopping on the trend to go on there. That's more on them once she got that Drake interview. But the point is she got that shit. I promise you, either one of us DM Drake <laughs> to come on the show. He ain't answering. Shout out to Kiki Palmer for exposing her ass. Yeah. yeah, she got her good. Yeah. Bobby Altoff tried to throw it back at Kiki Palmer and say, well, she could be a plant because she's been in the industry since she was a child. Because she's an actress. Yeah, so she like, said. She's, first of all, you stupid. That's stupid. basically a person calling another person the same As thing. As a child star, but Kiki Palmer told her. She just got the agent that Bobby Altov got after how many years of being in the industry she had to be to get that level of talent agent to represent and help her. Yeah, you've been in this, it. you've been Not in this like shit you. five minutes to get the talent agency to work with her because obviously it must be a, a good talent agency. If they're working with Drake, they're not going to work with Joe Blow from down the block. They only working with big, big name talent. You know how much stuff Kiki Palmer's been in since exactly. little age? Like, so for her to Bobby, get to where she's at now, for her to just now get that talent agency to start with her, this girl's been in the, in, in the industry for a very long time. And this Bobby Altroff, how you said her name, just came on the scene and, like, shit was just handed to her. Or maybe she probably paid somebody. Who knows? It's crazy. Probably that part. Yeah, she's been in the game for, like, five minutes. So to think that these interviews and stuff like that is organic is not believable the only people that would believe that is the people who don't know who the fuck offset is or don't know who little yachty is or don't know who drake is so if you hear that her audience i'm sure there's plenty of people of her complexion that don't know who those people are she needs to in the words of jerome look breath at smell like similar Breath smelling like similar. Just came in the game. You need to chill out and stop trying to act like you didn't have connections, please. Just stop. Yeah, well, she does a good job of playing the humble role because she can't just come out and talk a shit. That'll that probably, yeah, what's the word I'm looking for? Make people not f with her. So she's doing a good job of playing humble. But just be honest. I, what's the harm in keeping it real and just saying, like, yeah, I had a little help, but I work hard. 
Like, how hard is fucking that? I know with all this money, you have to have some type of media training. Like, God damn, am I more media trained than, than these artists and people out there talking? Like, oh, you could talk to G's. He's good at ducking questions. Like, just fucking duck it. Like, duck it without answering. That's all. But don't yeah. lie to us. Don't lie, bitch. Yeah. Lies you tell. Yeah, right? Do you have anything you want to add about Bobby Plantoff before we move <laughs> with her old lying ass? Oh, man. So... Moving off of that, we had a good one that I wanted to get into. Too bad the fellas is not here for this one, but we could have it out. So if y'all don't know, Joe and Ish have been going at it on his podcast for a little while now. They've had their back and forths. Episode ago, they had a conversation about Joe having Ish's ex over, and they had a big argument back and forth about it. Somehow, it managed to come up again. Basically, the context of the conversation was Joe was saying he don't run behind none of his friends' exes, don't mess with none of their girls, none of that shit. And Ish said, yo, you was kissing my ex. Well, didn't he say in the back of the spot? And then Joe corrected him and said it was in the car. Don't matter. Either way, he was kissing Yeah, because he likes to change the script, so he was trying to correct it. They ended up going back and forth. You heard the exchange, Red, so you can say how you feel about it, and then I'll give a little more context. Joe Buttons is... A narcissistic, he's hypocritical, egotistical, and he likes to create the illusion that somebody else is crazy. He always be gaslighting and deflecting and non-dressing ass, toes always out. Like, I can't stand Joe because this is the second time y'all going over this topic for what? For you to just do what you always do or try to crack jokes or walk walk and tiptoe around the subject? I f*** with Joe, but as you say, he's good at gaslighting. Listen, if you want to... Learn how to win an argument, not be right, just master win the argument. Yeah, Joe be teaching our master classes if you're paying attention. If you'd rather do that instead of reading a book, because you could also read books, the knowledge is there. But if you want to just watch some shit, like he's good at arguing semantics. Some of my co hosts I used to work with was doing that, but I'm good at spotting bullshit like that out right away, so it don't work. But to people who don't pay attention to everything, that shit works by constantly moving the goalposts or changing or arguing semantics by saying like how could you say you don't mess with nobody ex you was kissing my ex in the back of the club and joe responds with you be believing these bitches that's the problem we was in the car by saying that to add that little context he's moving the goalposts trying to insinuate it's just lying because he's getting the story wrong little details that don't necessarily go with the argument and he also tried to say he didn't know her because if she met her through other people you know what I mean? Trying to say, just because I saw her with you don't mean I met her through you. Again, semantics. Yeah, Ish said he introduced. That's what Ish was claiming. But Joe said, there's no way to know who's right or wrong because Ish could feel that way. But he may have known her from somewhere else. I'm not even arguing that point, but just saying, again, semantics. What does it matter who you met her through? The point is, you still went behind my ex. But again, that's sowing those little seeds of doubt. If somebody's telling a lie that's actually important to the story, I get it. You got to stop that because that changes the whole narrative. But something doesn't change the point that he's trying to make. And I, I noticed Joe likes to do that. Even though I f*** with him, I peep game. He definitely likes the gaslight, for real. Yeah, and that's why Ish was just calling him out for saying that. Because I heard him say it again more than one time that he doesn't do that. But in that situation, I don't see how you could defend him. But doesn't he do that with his other co-hosts, too? They try to, like, discuss certain issues, like the whole Queen's flip, too, with his contract and... I'm pretty sure there's other people on the podcast that he had. So with. I would say yes, but when it comes to him and Ish, they tend to argue a lot more because Ish don't let him get that shit off. I'm going to be honest. He, he contests everything that, yeah. Yeah, that he usually says. Because, again, when Joe told that 
story about not messing with none of his friends' exes or running behind none of them, he was quick to bring that up. And then at the end of the argument, too, Joe also accused Ish of lying about something else. Again, throwing it out there. He's not going to say it, but throwing them seeds out there to let y'all know, like, oh, this boy, this boy be lying. You let me ask you another thing. Joe was saying that, that Ish was, was in his feelings because he was getting loud. Ish was saying he was just getting loud because Joe be lying. Do you think Ish really do feel a way? That's why he was that hype? Or it really was just because he was lying? I feel like... People tend to get like that when you know when you know somebody's bullshitting and it's like damn it's to the point where you start to lose your emotion you starting to you starting to pour yourself into things when you too get much mad when you get mad because you know for a fact somebody does a certain thing and you trying to speak your peace but it's like talking to a record no matter how many times you try to say it, it's gonna get you mad because it's like you know you lying and you out here trying to make it sound like I'm emotional or I'm crazy trying or to I'm, make me look I'm crazy I'm just trying to prove a point so I, I just think that people in general tend to get mad when they're trying to prove a point and they know somebody's lying yeah like I feel you because that could definitely get someone hot but uh, just because I f with Joe I'm gonna take his side and say Ish was probably feeling some type of way because even though I don't know him I know plenty of men who do this will be like oh I don't give a f about that girl I don't care about that girl I learned a long time ago, somebody, your friend, break up with a chick or start trashing her, don't you do the same. Because when they get back together, you're going to look crazy. <laughs> like you was disrespecting her or whatever. So it's best to just nod your head and be like, word. That's the best way to stay out of those situations. Because you never know sometimes how a man really feels about a woman, especially when we're around our other male friends. We're definitely not talking about how much we love the ladies we with. That's not conversations that happen in typical male groups and at those times i feel like people people being vulnerable so they're kind of like venting and maybe just maybe sometimes we say things out of anger or we say something that might sound real fucked up at the moment and then later when we think about it like damn why did i say that it's not even that serious yeah i just think Again, in the heat of the moment, like, they argue. I don't even think, even though they was arguing, I know it's nothing personal. Y'all done seen me and G's argue live on this show before. We had a clip that's lost in the ether of a video of me telling him and hand in hand to shut the f*** up because they was talking too much about random shit. You know what I'm saying? So it, it, it happens. G's yelled at me two weeks ago saying that I always think I'm right. Like, it happens and everyone be all good. So I don't think whatever words they exchange is going to affect their friendship. I just do think Ish must feel a type of way to get that hyper of uh um the situation that happened even though it probably could be just joe lying to get that hype over it all these years later because i'm sure that's not the first or the last time joe has gaslit them on that podcast lied or said some shit that they know not to be true and so i don't see you having that much of an emotional reaction just because somebody's lying again ish just let it go you ain't gonna get that point across so just let it go elsa let it go yeah, so I'm definitely on his side in the argument just that Joe is wrong for that. No matter where you kissed her, behind the club, in the car, in the deli, at the coffee shop, that's, none of that shit matters. But I'm also noticing that that whole line between friends and stuff like that is blurrier and blurrier because mad people saying it shouldn't matter. I watched Flacco. I watch his channel sometimes yeah. to get information, and he was saying... Y'all didn't just be out here wilding. Me and my friends, if once, I breathe on her. once you, yeah, once you done with a girl, she for anybody. Like, it don't matter. And to me, that sounds nutty. Like, what are you talking about? It, to me, it's the opposite. Once one of my friends deals with a girl, like, that's his shorty or he's dealing with her, she off limits. He's not talking about a jump Should off be. or a pop. Like, to, yeah, I'm the complete opposite. And out of all, there's a whole bunch of other men. Why do you have to mess with this one? Yeah, that's my whole thought process behind it. There's so many other 
women out there, why you got to go there? There's somebody I want to have on this podcast who's had it with friends. If I get him to actually come up here, I would like to share a story I feel about it to see where we stand. We got some homie justice to dish out. <laughs> Not this episode, but we're going to get there at some point. So I just want to say I totally agree with that aspect that that shit is nasty. I ain't going to move from that, but I'm starting to realize more and more I don't think everybody looks at it that way. I used to think that was... It's nasty work. You can't yeah. be running behind somebody that you cool with, like, dealing with one of their exes or somebody that they cur- currently dating, too. Because there's people out here that mess with people, spouses, while they're still dealing with them. Yeah. Like I said, I used to feel like that was some guy coach shit. Like, not every, nothing is everybody, but I would think a majority of men felt like, yo, if my friend deals with a female, she's off limits. I'm finding out now and more and more, like, nah, maybe that's not the majority. Around that, I might be in the minority with that. Times be a change. Definitely be out here saying, y'all, I don't care if she for the streets. <laughs> she belongs to the streets. As soon as they find out. Ready to turn up. Yeah. I could tell many of stories of those, too. Not a, no story time today, but I could tell some stories about person A says, hey, do you mind if I sleep with person B? And they'd be like, sure, I don't oh care. God. And as soon as it you happens, person A gets tight, fisticuffs. Well, in the words <laughs> boy Lloyd Banks, pussy is some serious shit. Yeah. Can't be serious, man. Don't call my motherfucking phone over no bitch, man. Man, I, I think I'm gonna fuck around and be killed by one of these niggas. Pussy some serious shit, man. Nigga ready to run over that shit. <laughs> They, this ain't gonna be the first or the last time they argue about this And it's already been proven that Joe was dirty macking But we'll see Maybe he'll come out with some evidence to clear his name But that wasn't it <laughs> Talking about it It was the car In the bathroom It doesn't help So moving off of Joe and his lies We had 21 Savage in 4K camera Trying to scam Aiden Ross out of bread <laughs> So for those who don't know 21 Savage was on a live stream with Aiden Ross and they were gambling on a game of 2K24, which I would watch anybody in. But anyway, 21 That's Savage right. ended up in the hole for like 400K. And to get his money back, he got into a card game with Aiden Ross where he was cheating. He had some marked-ass cards. Mark-ass Mark chair, yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> that was the next one. So how you feel about this, Red? I Detail watched that why. video, too. And I'm not going to lie, 21 Savage, I fuck with you heavy, but... It's not looking good for you. What you did to Aiden, it was just fucked up. You shouldn't have done that. And then you trying to blame it on your homies. That was lame. Since since we on the topic, and then you go on Twitter. Yeah, because you know, Twitter good for receipts. Even if you delete it, people always screenshot. I got his tweets right here. Right after the show, I guess, or sometime after the show, he posted lame ass niggas. Scratching cards and blaming it on me. The fuck nigga Aiden trying to call me a scammer. Let that Jew know that he's blackballed from the rap game. And then he put a rap. Yeah, he he got some nerve. Let me tell you that Aiden Ross was actually being kind. He actually was trying to end up telling 21 he only owed him like 50,000. First of all, he got his ass whooped in 2K. Then he tried to cheat. This is the ultimate cheat. So after Aiden beat him twice... Then he tried to tell him he couldn't use the Clippers or the Lakers. The two teams he beat him with. Clippers against Clippers. I think it was. The two teams basically he beat him with. So he handicapped them. Then he beat him again. Then he scammed them with the mark cards. Aiden peeped game because one of his friends was pointing it out to him. So while Aiden was trying to talk to him about it and point it out. So he pointed it out and 21 was like, nah, 
he's still sitting there kind of thinking. So this is like an odd, awkward silence. And 21, yo, let's play 2K again. <laughs> he tried to change the temper, the energy in the room. Like, let's play 2K again. Try to scam on 2K. Like, oh, but you can't pick the Clippers. Oh, we both going to pick the Clippers. Nah, come on. See Gutter over there dying laughing because you know the pump fake when somebody trying to get you off the scent. Don't think about Double that. Yo. <laughs> yeah, like, come on, man. Let's go outside. Never mind that. Never mind that, that 120K. That shit was nasty. He's on camera. And you trying to deny it. His friend pointed out a card for you to pick. Like, if that don't tell you what... Like scratches on them, right? Yeah, the, so the, the cards had scratches card. on them. But again, if you were neutral, don't know what's going on, what's the odds that somebody from the background just come and pick some random card and you end up up? I didn't watch the stream. I don't know how much they were playing for a hand. But to go from down 400,000 to up a hundred means that y'all must have been playing quite a few rounds where you constantly winning, 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 cheating your ass off. So I did see the video. First of all, he did it in front of the streamers too. Which they caught the card handoff. Aiden got up to his back. His was back turned. was turned. So 21 Savage had one of his boys pass him a deck of cards. He claims it was a new pack, but that was the, the scratch cards. The scratch cards. And um, basically put those. He said, we're going to use these cards. Mm -hmm. Only until somebody from Aiden's camp pointed out, oh, it has scratches on them. Did he look at the cards? And then 21 Savage is shuffling the cards for what seems like forever and just looking at them. Yeah. So he did what he did. But the reason why he did it to me, because I want to go on a larger point. Same topic. Yo, academics. He be talking his shit. I know you don't care for him, Red. But he be saying, yo, a lot of these rapper niggas is broke. I'm and broke, they be nigga, lying to him. Okay. Now. I'm not saying 21 Savage is one check away from being homeless broke, but he's an entertainer, okay? So for entertainer, he ain't got it. You see that that bread for Aiden Ross? Like these streaming niggas, they are getting bread. He probably got that liquid in his account to make those bets. That's nothing. He's napping. If you see how serious 21's face looked when he realized how much bread he owed this man, like, yo... He looked like if it wasn't on camera, I would just knock this man head off and not pay him. Or I would just tell him, SMD, you're not getting this money. But because he was on stream, he couldn't do that. So he had to try to scam him out in another way. And academic says that a lot. And I'm realizing that because it's like, look it up how 21 Savage roll, move, drive, and everything like that. You see someone like that, you would think they would have 400K liquid to buy shit if you don't know about money but if you all do that should be rented yeah don't get me wrong 21 savage got more money than all of us in the room put together probably but 400k for him when you see his life should be like 40 dollars to any one of us in the room to us now 40 dollars that ain't shit we gambling if i owe you 40 you owe me 40 video do any of us lose we paying that off right away but if the bet was for four bands it's a little different. <laughs> Be like, oh, I gotta go to the bank, or I don't have it at all, or double or nothing. <laughs> that, that's when you start. That's when you start doing shit like that. Shout out to Frankie Limelight. I was telling you about Red. He used to yeah, yeah, space, Limelight used spaceman. Space yeah. Anybody on this whole team who is not afraid? No, no. 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 Used to always come over to where G's used to live. In the basement and gamble away his whole check on video games, play niggas in 2K, Madden, and just get his bones scraped until <laughs> he had no bread left. <laughs> he just be like, "Yo, what are you doing?" That's how it happens when you have it. Like what we used to say, "Money on the wood make the game go good." <laughs> that was always the saying. He would do that, but then he would lose, and it was funny. But it's small amounts. I, well, to us, <laughs> I can't speak for him. It was small amounts, so it's a little different. But again, with 21, you 
gambling on big figures and you think they got it and they really don't and act has been saying that you remember corday you yeah. remember how he, he wanted to buy a gold chain that's why he, he said he saves his yeah money and shit like that yeah they i mean that's not really buy- an investment yeah i mean you can sell it if shit gets shit gets bad you know what i mean but normally get money first thing we do is buy jewelry 21 savage's face was so serious during that aiden ross but you see how happy as hell he was when he was winning on kai's stream he won oh yeah another backstory thanks for bringing that up red he was on kai sanat stream and he scammed him he had kai sanat try to hit a field goal in madden for 500k kai sanat apparently doesn't play madden as someone that plays madden i could tell anyone who knows who plays madden if you don't play it like the kicking can be the kicking is not hard if you play but if you don't or if you don't play any game, that shit hard if someone just say, hey, money on the line, hit this shot or make this field goal. Not easy. So he got off on Kai easy and he tried to run the scam on Aiden. So it did start with Kai Sanat. He going on these streams to, that's a greedy motherfucker to double eat. You going on there to eat off their viewers to make them all buy your album, which they not. Because that's a whole nother topic. I told you about these artists that's going on streamers word. platforms to try to market to people that are not buying your shit. That demographic is not your demographic. Aiden Ross is not going to listen to a 21 <laughs> Yeah, album. exactly. So you're trying to eat off their viewers, and then you're trying to eat off scamming them on gambling bets that niggas don't play. Well, let's put it like this. I play Madden N21. If you want to gamble fair, come over here, and I could earn a cool 500000 because I'll scrape your bones in Madden and I was going to say that scrape his bones, bro. <laughs> in both. But I wanted to ask you, do you think, his look was about him not having the money or he was just mad that he lost? It could have been a little bit of both, to be honest. I don't know what his finances is looking like, but I feel like a lot of the stuff these rappers be having is really rented. And who really knows if they have money like that? Yeah. And that's what I'm saying again. Not regular people broke, but entertainer broke. I always say there's levels to this yeah. shit. So the level that he's at, what you would expect him to have, probably not there. Because the way Aiden was talking about giving him the 50 to 120, it was whatever. These streamers are getting... Not all of them, but the ones that get in it are getting to the bag. Yeah, when, when you get like a mill a month and shit like that, you know. And when you're also scared, you don't want to get beat the fuck up. <laughs> you, you're, you're more likely to be agreeable. But nah, that was, that was I'm pretty sure the goon that handed them the cards wasn't the only goon in the room. That's why I said we do this podcast and start having guests. We need a little more security. Because if I hit somebody with a camera or something, I get sued. <laughs> but if the security guard hits somebody with a camera... Make it make sense Corporation gets sued And I'm okay with that Oh some real nasty work From 21 Savage though Yeah I, I gotta be right And the, you should not have Tweeted and deleted What you did You made it look worse But I heard your album hot though So you got that going for you yeah, Did you listen to it Finally you said right. It was alright I like Savage more better But this one was alright Alright we'll try to give you An album review in two weeks But any of y'all Who didn't see the stream Should definitely check it out And I'll say where you stand on it, but it's pretty obvious what he was doing. I guess he didn't realize that little streaming camera was there or something like that. Maybe. <laughs> Goon should have been standing in front of that protective. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, so moving off 21 Savage and what he wanted to do to Aiden Ross to what the migrants did to NYPD. <laughs> they put the whoop ass on them in Times Square. I'm talking hands and feet. I'm stomping in case y'all can't hear. <laughs> so being that this is a New York City podcast and we rarely touch New York City stuff, we wanted to close with some action. So how you feel about the yeah that video putting the kicks the video the part where ho- I think I show you homeboy yeah was slipped take on a, a banana fit. peel <laughs> when I put the video you want me to put a banana peel and stars on his head because I could do all oh, that. You know, I'm an Charlie amazing Brown editor. Lucy, oh, when he misses the football, football. oh the the spinning yeah, stuff yeah. That's what happened. I could definitely put a football and Lucy in him. <laughs> Yo. That was funny. When he went to go kick the police officer, he completely missed his head and it fell right on his ass. You yeah, know who nah. was not laughing? 
Them officers. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I don't think they was laughing. <laughs> well, from what I heard, they have four in custody. Oh, did they arrest eight? So originally they have four, but then I think they an ended up involved. Yeah, so getting 12. them after the fact. For those who don't know, after the migrants put the beats on the officer, they tried to flee the New York State. Ali, but even under the under Is that what they used to do? And they left New York City and tried to get away. But New York's finest ended up catching up with them. So I think they actually uh, do have news because I only knew they tried to flee. Yeah, I believe I saw. Don't don't quote me. I don't want to give misinformation like geez, but I believe I saw that they caught them and brought them back. And you know they're gonna try to blame oh, bail gonna, reform. <laughs> so for those who don't know, in New York City, if you commit like a nonviolent crime they don't give you a bail anymore you get ror released on your own recognizance so i don't even know if that's why the migrants were released without bail because the prosecutor said it was a lot of things to look at and that's why so i'm not only sure but they tried to blame it because they always try to attack bail reform they want negroes to pay to get out of jail not just getting out for not just getting out for free mind you you're not even free it's literally just free till you come back to court but that's you know they're going to use that to attack uh bail reform but do you think this is going to make it even worse for the migrants because let's be honest people don't want them here people's attitudes towards them is starting to get more hostile do you think this is going to hurt them even more or people are not going to take this as a big deal i think this is going to be another reason for people to be like see if you keep them here more stuff like this is going to keep happening you know usual stuff like whatever they're saying now already is just going to be intensified Take them beaners down to Mexico, right? I know. I ain't say all that now. <laughs> I said it me. for you. Oh no, he didn't say that for me. He said that for him, y'all. But yeah, don't cancel me, y'all. But yeah, like I was saying, I think I agree with you. When I go on social media, and I see a lot of the posts, TikToks, and the stuff people be posting. It be trying to make it look like they living the life. Look at the stuff they have, roof over their head, or it's just Are showing they how living the life. Yeah, again. It's sleeping outside in less than 20 degree weather outside waiting to get in for appointments and stuff. So I don't know if that's you understand life. the reality. But to a TikTok audience, remember, first of all, TikTok is all over the world. When I do look at the comments, a lot of them don't even be people from New York City, because if you in New York, you already know. So why are you going to comment? I just because I we have a podcast and I'm going to talk about it. So sometimes I like to go in the comments to see how people feel. And a lot of them tend to just agree with the video, which is. Most likely the people who's going to comment. It's going to people who strongly agree or strongly disagree. Those are the kind of people who usually comment on things. So a lot of them see it and don't know and just be like, oh, that's messed up. Or, oh, they're taking resources away. And, oh, like they shouldn't have that because they don't know. So you just see it and you think that's what it is. And not many people are going to go off of TikTok to go research. Of course not. I was just getting fucking, ready to fix my Yeah, I don't got nothing to. to do with them. We was talking earlier. Video dude barely got time to research the topics we do because he working. So you think people that don't even live in New York give but, a fuck about migrants in New York? I do work in the city and like two blocks away, I, I see where the buses be dropping the, the migrants off. I've Literally, been in front of the Roosevelt Hotel a couple yeah. of times. Yeah. I've been I in front them. of the Roosevelt. I've seen yeah, them. Actually, yeah. I see them every day. Man. They be over there in front of the... I don't know if they're in front of the Roosevelt Hotel every day because I'm not there every day. Nah, but the are, two times are. I was, I seen there, them. There's that, the Millennium Hotel right there on uh, 3rd Avenue. They be over there all the time. It's a lot of them and this is not going to help. When they first started coming over, people were in support of them. But as they seen resources stripped away and stuff, we've had this 
conversation before episode 31 it's Welcome on youtube go watch it get stripped away too but <laughs> yeah they, they, they saying it's the migrants but they just stripping them away because they want to you know but that's neither here nor there again episode 31 go check our conversation on the migrant crisis and you can see where we feel on that but real quick do you think them doing this not the public sentiment because we know how the public stands do you think any laws are going to change because of this to maybe get them out of here quicker I don't think we're going to change from a sanctuary state, which means we got to shelter people. But do you think they're going to change some laws in New York City? I feel in the long run, they will change these laws. But as of right now, no, I think they're just going to stay the same. Yeah, I know. Difference between I'm not trying to shit on our fellow people in the South or people of that political field. But in New York City and here, we got to keep the migrants and we trying to figure out ways to make it work. In Texas, they building barbed wires on the fence. You didn't hear about that? Yeah, Governor Abbott decided he's just going to put some barbed wires on them, was even though the court said it's illegal because the feds basically have control over that. They said, nah, we're just going to put these razor barbed wires up here for you <laughs> motherfuckers. Modern problems yes, require yeah. modern solutions. Solution. <laughs> Don't got to worry about taking them beaners back down to Mexico if they can't even get over. Send the back down to Mexico. Send the beaners back Right? Don't cancel us. I don't make a compilation every time you said that. I know you said that so many times, bro. Like, like at least six times. I had another good one. How many kicks does it take to get to the Tootsie Roll Center of a cop? Is it one, three? Three. Find out. One, two, three, three. Well, who wins? This might be a short. Yeah, right. Or you miss it. End up on a YouTube short. Arrest me. They're definitely gonna be looking for you. Face recognition. Yeah, right. Right. Got a podcast. Lord knows the AI knows everything I be thinking. Right. <laughs> so moving off the the migrants one two step in on the uh, cops out here we wanted to touch on one more thing in new york city they was trying to pass a how many stops bill mayor adams king popo added again so the how many stops act he argued would threaten public safety he said the bill will make new yorkers less safe on the streets while police officers are forced to fill out additional paperwork rather than focus on helping new yorkers and strengthening community bonds it will also make staff in our jails and those in custody less safe under the bill, officers in New York City will have to record the apparent race, gender, and age of nearly every person they question, even someone who could just be a potential witness to a crime or other low-level encounters. So the police is trying to say, is Ann Adams is going to give them too much more extra work because they already got to do this. And your boy, Jamon Williams, insisted the reporting system would impart whole cops accountable for unlawful stops and keep a hand on racial profiling so much for being anonymous i feel like it might help shed some light on racial profiling if they're just stopping a particular group of people or certain Mm -hmm. people yes it will shed some light on it and you know what red when you mention it when i said because you already know i'm anti-cop so i'm always gonna be for more uh transparency but you're right because if all of this has to be reported and you got to report age, race, um, race and gender, and I see all you all you do as a cop is pull over 20 to 25-year-old African-American males, people need to know that. That type of thing should f***ing be public. Because if you're only pulling over one particular kind of race, one particular kind of age group, you have an agenda. I don't even f- probably. You got an agenda and people should know about this. That the last thing cops need is less transparent because the things we've seen, if cameras didn't exist, even with body cam footage, they still yeah. be walking on charges. Let me tell you, before cameras existed, you had to be 
Abnor Luima to get any money out of the NYPD because they would just deny, deny, deny. If Rodney King didn't have his brains beat out on a public camera for people to see, they would have got off too. It's only because they film now these things exist to get them any kind of prosecution for the things they do. So now you want to give them less Less transparency because, what, they got to do more paperwork? They just going to keep on abusing the authority and their power. Yeah, man, if you don't get your boys in blue ass down to the station and go They're fill out gang, the bro. paperwork. Yeah, no, for real. They're a gang. NYPD's a gang. I don't think it's just NYPD. I think it's all cops oh. in general. And my thing is, even if, because, again, I like to, even though I have certain subjects and things where I feel like, yo, my mind is set and there ain't no change in it, I do try to be open and listen. If it was someone other than... Robocop Mayor Adams trying to tell people, oh, yeah, this is to help. Nah, like if it was someone else, like I'm a neutral a party, I officer, felt, right? yeah, like a former, like I already know where you stand before you even got put in office. Take that ball chrome dome and your yeah. earring and elsewhere, your man. Chip cookies in your <laughs> yeah. face. Take that, take that Mr. Clean look and take your ass somewhere else, man. No, but I've coming from people in the room that had interactions with cops and not very good ones at that, like we can understand why we feel that. We need more transparency with them because it's not right how you just mess with people that are just going about their day or it's just you just having a bad day and somebody just going to catch the bad end of it. And you used it. This should be the word of the episode. That's gaslighting, trying to tell people like, oh, by them having to do more paperwork, people are going to be less safe and it's going to be more dangerous. Mayor Adams, how more dangerous is it going to get in jail? People fucking die regularly on Rikers. It's a shit show. It's a hellhole. How much worse is it going to get because officers got to do paperwork? Show me the re the real correlation. Like we, we don't believe. If, I don't believe you. Well, they we should be. They should be doing that because people. we pay their salary, bro. Again, NYPD as a whole, individual cops might not make a lot of make. First of all, they don't make like peanuts, but they don't make a lot in retrospect to how dangerous their job is. But the NYPD budget is enormous. Why cops don't make what they should make on the individual level is a fucking is a cop problem. But as far as the overall pool of money that they got is is more than enough. So that whole, you know, not having enough or having to give more overtime and all that is bullshit. They should have more than enough money to hire the amount of cops that they need to get the job done, job done right. As it stands, all you do is pull over minorities for tents and shit anyway. So at least you should have to document it when you pull over seven blacks and six Mexicans for no reason. Write that shit down. They definitely be chilling. The police officers that I that I've seen that I've come across multiple times, almost every time, they always look like they're chilling. Whether it's in a car, they just chilling, posted up somewhere. They're just chilling. I don't see them doing active police work. I don't see them doing much. And coming from somebody that had to deal with the police because I had a particular situation I had to deal with, it took me actually showing them proof in front of them. For the cop to do something. They don't even really respond to the emergencies that we have already in a timely manner. So, no, I don't I don't agree with this at all. Yeah. So, you know how we stand. And you fucks. I remember when y'all was on Merrick and did nothing when they stole my dice caps off my Beamer. Useless bastards. Oh, don't forget what they did to the Integra. Oh, yeah. Cops is wrong. But if I told that story, people would say I shouldn't have been driving with no insurance. That's, so. that's another story. I so. got a problem. <laughs> yeah. No. What they did to your car was wrong, too. Yes. Yeah. What's his name again? I stay fucking up people's name. Jumaine Williams. 
Jumani. <laughs> Jumani. <laughs> Jumani Man Williams, we appreciate you. Jumani, <laughs> Jumani. Jumani. Uh, yeah, listen to Red for the name pronunciations, not not me. <laughs> so that's the last topic we have for you guys. I want to say thank you for joining us. And I'm actually shocked. We actually got out a pretty um, lengthy episode considering it was only two of us. I thought it was going to end up. What happens when you do your research? <laughs> yeah, being sure to, without Jesus gobbledygook in the middle <laughs> to bog us down and stuff like that. But we still managed to get out of here. A solid episode. So once again, thank you guys for joining us in the living room on the Make It Make Sense podcast. The only podcast coming to you where you can hear a train. You might hear <coughs> random sounds or a crackhead upstairs. Where else can you get that? Trains, merengue music, and crackheads. Where else can you go for that type of excitement? No other podcast in the world. Could be fireworks though. Fireworks or gunshot game, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> so anyway, thanks for joining us on episode 41. Make sure you guys like, subscribe, comment, Spotify, share. Apple, share as well. Friend, Leave a review. Tell us what you think. I know you guys all saw my post that we're going to be reviewing after we did the bang up review of the la- music track last week of Little Yachty's. And we did these music reviews this week. I told all in the part- independent artists and people who do music to email them to us that we're going to rate it and play it on the show. And we promised to be nice. But that promise was a lie. But anyway, <laughs> I know y'all saw that post. So make sure y'all send me an email at dollarsmims at gmail.com with your music and all the info. It's on my Instagram page in the post. So check that out. All right. And uh, thank you guys for joining us. It's your boy Cash. Don't sweat my dad. Red. Follow me. Don't follow See you in two weeks. See you in two weeks, y'all. Make it make sense. Uh-huh. Look. Tom. Corleone, nigga. Hey. Mr. I'm a hustler. If I want it, I'm gonna beg a lot. Always on my grind since I came up out of Pamela. Stand on all ten. Ain't scared, bitch. You ran a lot. Keep your eyes open. Stay focused. They can jam you up. Cold ass game. Fuck love. It's my loyalty. Shot they hands up for when I need it. They ignore me. Ain't the same. Can't expect shit. I play chess. You play checkers. If you coming at me reckless, bitch, they aiming at your necklace. I've been hustling since breakfast for my family. They eat back shitting on these niggas, bread man. Really cheap. I run the game like the cheetah. Cold that swirl, keep a heater. Fuck these niggas, cause they greedy. Fuck these bitches, man, they sleep. Blow my cush up in the wind, yeah, I'm faded. I'm lifted, it's a cold ass world. Now I gotta keep my distance, fake friends, cold game. You can't even trust these bitches, but stay strong, stay focused, keep positive. Go get Blow my cush up in the wind, yeah, I'm faded. I'm lifted, it's a cold ass world. Now I gotta keep my distance, fake friends, cold game. You can't even trust these bitches, but stay strong, stay focused, keep positive, go get it. Riding in my Cadillac, looking out my review. Niggas talk social media shit. Matter of fact, I don't hear you. I done dropped a tier two. I done been through this rough shit. I done been from the streets to the pen. I don't have to prove tough shit. I done been through enough shit. I just wanna smoke it out. I just wanna drink it out. Fuck y'all talking about. I done made a rap. Everybody wanna fuck with it. I drop Pope Pimp. Everybody want to go get it. Do you want to ride in the backseat of a caddy? Do or die for life, that be automatic. From England to Chicago, I'm riding my Silago. I blow my cush up in the wind, yeah, I'm faded. I'm lifted, it's a cold-ass world. Now I gotta keep my distance, fake friends, cold game. You can't even trust these bitches, but stay strong, stay focused. Keep positive, go get it. Blow my cush up in the wind, yeah, I'm faded. I'm lifted, it's a cold-ass world. Now I gotta keep my distance, fake friends, cold game.